Hey, Minky, do you know what month it is? Yeah, it's February. It is February. Do you know what happens in February? Black History Month? Yes. And also my birthday month, but that's not important. But we're here to talk about horror and it's Women in Horror Month. Awesome. It is awesome. Why, why, why February? Um, because that's when it was created by the creator. Did you know that? No, I didn't. But like, okay, I guess that makes sense. It does. Uh, so. It's kind of crowded though, eh? That month. Could have picked March. (laughs) (laughs) So this episode is a special episode where we are going to be talking about Dearest Sister, which is directed by a female director. That's right. And uh, so we hope that you listened to last week's episode as well, which was a special episode where we talk about directors, producers, screenwriters, and all kinds of cool ass chicks in the horror genre. Uh, And then we hope you listen to this episode and enjoy it. I will. (laughs) You better. And a one, and a two, and a three. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> What's up? Hi. We are back again. We're back. <laughs> what? That was Don't look awkward. at me like that. that. was a very awkward. We're back. I'll be right back. So something really exciting happened tonight. Right, Tracy? I don't know. What are you talking about? The There's video. two things exciting that happened tonight. <laughs> the video that we got from Mark B from Charlotte. Was, Carolina. I mean, I don't even know how to, we were about to sit down to start recording this and we got fa- a fan video from, was he the first one or, or he was, he was, one, he was the second letter. Second letter yeah. we got. Um, the poltergeist. Yes. Letter. And uh, so we asked folks that won t-shirts for writing to us if they would do something cool or like just take photos of themselves wearing t-shirts, be post creative. it, whatever, be creative. Yeah. This Friggin' dude sent us the coolest video ever. And we just posted to our uh, our Instagram and our Facebook pages. So please check it out. He did such a fantastic job. Um, There was like music, creepiness, special effects, special effects. He transforms himself into, I guess, like a a demon. Demon. Yeah. I mean, I'm so stoked right now. (laughs) It's the coolest thing ever. And he did like a little um, outro with the uh, logo. Cool. Oh my God. Yeah. You guys should totally check it out. Um, <laughs> I think it's also on YouTube, but at least go to our Instagram and Facebook pages. And if you haven't already, we'd really love if you did. Uh, we try to post um, fun content nearly every day. Every day, I think. I think we're pretty good at that. And uh, you can just yeah, find us at, at One Final Scare on both of those channels. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, please email us like, uh, the t-shirt winners did. Maybe we'll do another round of something that people can win. Um, I think how many, how many did we send? How many t-shirts did we send out? Three. Oh, three. Yeah. Okay. Three. And we're about to send out two more. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so we did the first five letters that came through mm-hmm. and, um, and those folks also uh, reviewed us. Thank you so much on iTunes. Yeah. Um, but, so well, yeah, email us. You want to thank them by name? Well, we had, uh, we had Steve, Steve, we had Mark, we had Sam, Sam. and then Ryan and and Lauren and Jeff and Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, And Jeff. That's right. We did six then. Yeah. Uh, so please, if you haven't already, uh, we've been getting some more in, we have a little repository to read at the end of each episode, um, for fan mail, basically to write in about your first experience with a horror movie 
or just your first memory about the horror genre or whatever you want to yeah. write to us about. But we read one at the end of each episode. So please do that. And that's uh, you can you can reach do us it. at one final scare at gmail.com. And you get to wear an amazing, amazing shirt. Are we still running that contest or promotion? Uh. At this moment in time, I think you, you've sent them all out, but uh, we can certainly do another, another round. Um, letter, but eventually we'll yeah. sell them. <laughs> so That's right. We're currently That's right. trying to get our, uh, our merch website yeah. uh, going it's, so um, that people it's can buy it. because it's coming out of my pocket currently. Yeah. And we're being very generous <laughs> podcast hosts right now. But also, um, much you know, we haven't really- done this yet. We're both graphic designers and we're both competitive, but Minky took the stab at the logo and I'm I'm just, I'm going to tip my hat to you. Okay. We're graphic. We're like inside of us. We're graphic designers and you design the logo. And so I'm tipping my hat to you because thank you. You don't don't have to do that. No, but I want to, because I haven't said it out loud and I really love it. I personally love it. And I'm not just saying that. Yes. I have this on tape. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I do keep getting compliments on it. So I should tell you that and I'm going to give you that. Um, another fun, a really cool thing that happened to us tonight. Tell me. We did a little photo shoot. I know it's a little bougie to say, yeah, we have a photo shoot. We're only on to episode seven or whatever. Uh, but, today is, this is episode eight, actually. Right. But my point is, we ain't shit and we have a photo shoot. <laughs> um, we, we had a little photo shoot in my studio slash my condo <laughs> <laughs> um, with our amazing friend, April. And she is this Say her full name April Greer mm-hmm. and, and she has a website Badass Badass photographer Yeah AprilGreer.com I think Right Shit I think that's what it is I hope, yeah. I hope so Yeah But she's also um, on Instagram Yeah It's April Greer uh, We just tagged her tonight We just posted a little preview yeah. I cannot wait to see the photos We've We seen, had a lot of yeah, fun Yeah we've seen a little Like preview from the camera And it's like it's I can't wait. We had it's a lot of fun. So so fun. Yeah, yeah, it was it was great, and uh, it was partly like a theme shoot. We got nerdy with some of my Halloween. Uh, I have four huge huge storage bins full of Halloween props because obviously I'm into Halloween too. Usually decorate my whole house and garage and scare all the kitties. And uh, so I was like, Minky, I'm going to bring my uh, fake blood. I'm going to bring a couple severed heads. I'll bring some arms and legs and knives and whatever. So we had a good time. We um, did. And now April's passed out. She's, she's, passed she's crushed. Out. <laughs> and I am struggling to stay up. Out. <laughs> I'm struggling to stay up. Wait, oh, no, yeah. It's okay though. We're, we're going to do this. We are going to do this. We're going to this. This is this is what we do now. <laughs> we just quit our jobs. And this is what we do. Don't now. say that out loud. Yeah. This would be so much fun to do just all of the time. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. I mean, yeah. I'm tired as fuck, but yeah. I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. So what else? Anything else going on? Anything else new with you? Besides that, uh, oh, we got new stickers. We Prince did. <laughs> Always talking merch, about merch. More and more. <laughs> Look, you were. This is photo the, shoot and then t-shirt and now stickers. I've kind of become like the social media. Um, I'm reading like the analytics. Hey, I'm getting all into. It. I'm everyone, like posting. This is where she's and patting you, herself on the back. What? This is what I'm what? <laughs> this is when Tracy is patting herself on the. No, back. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying kidding. like the way um, that. You, we've by co- the way, you, since you complimented me, I'm going to compliment you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this hurts me to say. Oh, what? <laughs> But you have been prolific and uh, <laughs> <laughs> creative on Instagram. Thanks. Well, um, I do work in uh, PR. And so. then, and then, 
Okay. I mean, I, you know. And then, you know, just trying to get our uh, names out there and following random weird people. No, not and, weird. Uh, <laughs> and trying to get our uh, uh, likes or followers, followers up. Okay, first of all, it's called, yeah. we're just trying to be I'm part of saying, the community. I'm just saying. Okay, we're yeah. not just doing it tipping, just to get followers. Tipping my hat. Yeah. Okay, thank you. you. But yeah. so I've been doing that. And you've been like, you've been like, blowing, what? you've been like merch man, right? You're like, we're, uh, hey, by the way, I just got the some superhero more. superhero merch man. <laughs> like, what's next? Oh, no, you show me. You're like, we should get like coin purses for <laughs> 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 with like studs and like the skull on it or whatever. No, next is going, next it's going to be patches and pins. And patches and pins for my jean jacket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then customized headphones like and handkerchiefs mics. Yeah. or like scarves. Yeah. Customized headphones. I don't like the gym. So Jim can like, when he's DJing, he can be like using our oh, OFS yeah. headphones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Mark goes to San Diego Comic Con, he's going to wear a shirt around. People will be like, what? What is that? Is that People a don't know anybody whose names you're dropping right now, I know. but okay. I, I'm just doing it. Yeah. The... All right. Whatever. <laughs> um, so I am, I, all right. So we have, the majority of our episodes have been movies that have been, uh, that we've been fa- finding on Shudder and Shudder is, Hi, Shutter. as we're, <laughs> we, we've, uh, we've been really enjoying um, going back and forth a little bit with Shutter on Instagram. They're a cool group. They have really awesome movies on their platform and um, they had posted that they were putting another exclusive up and um, we said we would watch it. So we are watching it. We watched it. And, um, and also uh, it's been really cool and I'm excited to talk about it tonight. I think I'm excited f- for a few reasons. Um, what? What are you looking at me? like that for Uh, because I'm what are the reasons can you name the reasons yes so uh when they posted when when Shutter posted hey you guys should check out Dearest Sister which is the name of the movie um I think they bought well that's what I'm about to say so then they also tagged um and I'm going to give her a shout out uh the director of the film (laughs) at (laughs) she's on Instagram at, at Mango Sodium and um, I hope I say Hi. I hope I say her last name right, but her name is Maddie Doe, and um, so she started following us, and we checked her, and I was like, "Oh, it's the director of the film." So of course we read more into this film, and um, I, she's badass. She's the first female director from Laos to make a film. Um, first female director, I think that's or what first I read. female horror? No. Director. Literally, first female film director. If I'm wrong, like I'll come back next episode and Most say I'm likely. wrong. But no, I'm pretty positive. So okay. mad props to this person. Have you ever had Laotian food? Yes. By the way? You were from where? Were you with me? Kim Thao? No, clearly. <laughs> I hope I just said it right. Oh my God. Um, were you not with me? What's it called? Um, Kip Thao. Are you really going to make me say it again? I, where is that? In DC? Yeah. Where in DC? Um... It's by that place. Where's the fuck? There's a bar with all those stupid, um, what are they called? No. <laughs> the um, pinball machines. Oh, crap. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll think of it. I'll tell you later. I'll Google it. Lehman's Tavern. Lehman's Tavern. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God, I'm so bad at that area. I don't go over there very uh, much, but yeah. Oh, I was there. That was last year? Yeah. The Wasn't one, it? One, Yes, okay. it was. Manoush. Right, which Manoush. It was so yeah. good. 
The huh? lighting okay. was really bad in the restaurant, remember? <laughs> but the food was really good. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I didn't know much about the uh, Laotian film industry until I looked it up with this movie. And I think the reason Same. why we I don't didn't. Think a lot of people do. Anyways, well, I think yeah. the reason why we didn't is because there really hasn't been one to speak of so much. Um, Except for the past, I think in 2008, some things started to change. I think more movies started to come out. I think it was some kind of constraints from, I'm pretty sure, the government. Um, so I think more and more films are coming out. And Maddie Doe, this is her second film. The first film she did. Uh, what? What are you looking at me like that? Nothing. Oh, okay. I'm like, wow. I mean, I'm all into this. Yeah, I know. Like, there's a lot. That's a lot of info. I'm giving mad props. It's almost, props like, to, it's almost to, as if you've just looked it up right before no, we started recording. I didn't though. <laughs> Look, can you can you not interrupt me when I'm giving a an awesome female the credit where credit is due? Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she. This is her second film, and uh, I I read an interview between her and the producer online, and it was it was pretty it was a pretty cool read, and. Uh, the, I think the producer said something like, your first film's great, but for Westerners, you know, for American audiences, um, it, it was a little, it's a little too slow and it's not quite as horror as people would want. And so I think the two of them worked together for this one. And uh, so here we are and we got to watch it. And so that's pretty cool. And I'm very excited. I think uh, one of the questions in the interview was, what made you jump into horror as your first, you know, film? Uh, and before kind of getting yourself started in, in the film industry in general. And uh, the answer was super cool. And it sounds like she's going to stick around. And I hope she does because she's done a great job. And um, uh, she said something really nice about the the horror industry in general and how everybody kind of helps each other out. And this genre, you know, genre films, uh, this whole group, it's like they all just kind of help each other and thank each other. And uh, so I don't know. I, I just like that. This is, this is why I like horror people. This is why I like horror people. Yeah. Stick with it, Maddie. You did a great job. <laughs> We loved it. So should we talk about it? Yeah. Let's let's get let's right, get right, right to, to it. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should have a little jingle that's sound. A, Josh, like, our music okay, guy, should write a little like, jingle sound and be like dun 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 like let's get right to it. It's our catchphrase. <laughs> it's apparently. so nerdy. Oh it's not God. my catchphrase, it's your catchphrase. I said oh you know you say it as well. Do you well. say this when you're like when you talk to women? <laughs> let's get, let's get, uh, well, yeah, when we were about to get in the bedroom, I go, let's get right to it. Is it <laughs> all right okay all now right. it's gotten to in a weird place <laughs> to real life horror real life horror <laughs> all right oh gosh so we watched what dearest, dearest sister. sister that came out this year i think earlier this year right you know i don't know if it was this year i should know yeah but let's just say this year for now we'll put when we when we post it obviously we'll get the year right so um when i watched when I saw the trailer, I, you know what movie reminded me? I'm not sure if you've seen this, but you remember when like the ring was, like, ring had just come out, Grudge had just come out, it was really popular. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I, this is funny, but I think it's a Thai movie. It was called The Eye. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yep. And they remade it in America. Yep. I actually but, just rewatched it two nights ago. Who, who was Jessica Alba. The, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> 
And uh, no you, joke. I just yeah. watched that again two nights ago. I watched like the second half. And yeah. I thought it was sort of going that direction. Oh. I was like, is this the eye again? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, there was a point in the movie where I thought that too. Right. And also you just brought something else I just remembered. Um, and I'm probably hacking this up because I, I didn't read it today, but the interview back and forth um, that she was talking about, she, uh, Maddie actually mentioned something about how she wanted, she, she's very happy to make a story that's very, um, Laotian. Like she didn't want to adhere to the normal rules of the Asian genre so far, like the Korean, Japanese, and even the Thai horror. Uh, you know, whereas it is kind of ring, it is very grudge, like all the blues and the uh, kind of revenge and anger. You know, she was like, I just wanted something that was very, um, you know, like Lao culture, uh, which which I also thought was cool. <laughs> I think she made a comment like, uh, you know, people from Laos are probably like, this is so man- mundane. Like, why are you making a movie about this? But then us as Westerners, just like we get a little insight into the culture there. Cause I, I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't know about much about the culture there or what goes on. So she's, she made a comment about the lottery thing, which I think is funny. And we'll get Did into that. Did you watch a making of Dear Sister before we, no. I don't know about it. You've been in my house for the past three hours. I don't <laughs> watch you watch to see you watch any documentaries. What the hell? <laughs> Look, she's a um, a trailblazer, and I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. So, do you want to talk about the movie? Yeah, let's talk about it. Does everyone Does everyone here today know that right we're to we're going to tell the whole story and ruin the end of the film? So we're not ruining it. I mean, yeah, we're not ruining it. it. We're not, just telling it. No, right. So again, just in case you're just joining us, if you if you haven't watched so it maggot, yet, if you're listening to us, we're sorry. We actually have seen a couple <laughs> iTunes reviews that are are. So we've been talking about this. It's like some of our some of our listeners are like. I probably would never have time to watch this or I wouldn't watch horror movies or I don't, but I just listened to this and I really loved listening. It's like a book on, or it's like a movie on tape. And then somebody else is like, um, you know, I could see the whole movie. I loved it. I didn't even mind it. And then, but I do want to say, if you do want to go watch this, please go watch it first. Like hit pause, go watch the movie and then come back to us and we can talk about it and you can follow along and see what we think and, um, and then write us and let us know what you think. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. So the movie starts out in Laos with the, our main character named Nock. And she's, you know, your maybe early 20s. Um, we don't know exactly her age, but, and her family. And you can Boyfriend. T- um, it, was, you can, it, it starts out with, you can tell that they're very poor and she's being mm-hmm. sent away for um, a year uh, for a year to, you know, to earn money for, for their family. And her boyfriend is sort of sending her off, and he's worried. Um, he's a little gr- he's a little gruff. He's not so happy that she's going away. And was it was it him that said, "Oh, you're going to be gone for a year. You're probably going to have a white fiance yeah. by the time you're back." Yeah. So it's funny because what Tracy says um, that comes up a lot, and that might be sort of a reflection of the culture there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what Ma- uh, Maggie is talking about. Maddie. Maddie is mm-hmm. talking about when she says, I want this to be very Laos. Mm-hmm. And she's bringing up these little like details in their culture that mm-hmm. like that we pick up right. throughout the movie, right? The sprinkles that sort of um, differentiate, uh, differentiate themselves from maybe like a Thai movie, which is, the, I mean, it's very close, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, so, yeah. And then, um, so Nak, um goes to, what, a bus stop? It's like a bus stop, right? Yeah, it's a bus she's, stop, yeah, full bus, bus stop. stop. Full of people. And she sits there and she waits for her, uh, we thought she was She's waiting for a bus. Clearly not waiting for the yeah, bus. Yeah, it's not waiting for a bus. She, 
and she sits there for like a day almost, yeah. right? Because we it's see like the time, time lapse. lapse. Yeah. Like, Jesus. I was like, like oh, this people poor girl. Are coming and going. Yeah. And, and no one comes to pick her up until the next night. Um, a car pulls up and it's this like white guy pulls out and he's on the phone. He's like doing business and he's like really busy and he's like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, move the meeting, blah, 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 blah. But he has an accent. And at first I thought he was going to be an, like an Australian or um, an English person. No. But no, it's, he had a really different accent. Yeah. And um, we find out he's Estonian, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny because in the beginning of the movie, when it starts, it says the film was funded partially mm. by the Estonian government. There was also like a... Um, a beer? I, I yes. A brewery? I was <laughs> like, Laos how do we get our hands on that Laos brewery beer? If you're yeah. listening, Laos brewery, can you please um, get in touch with us? Because yeah. I want to try that out. <laughs> so uh, so he walks up and he, he's like... And at first, my, and tell me if you felt the same. Like My first instinct was like, oh, this guy is going to kidnap her and sell her. Like well, try he, to sell her. Like, um, um, yeah, you know, to like a prostitution ring or whatever. That's why I thought it was com- where it was going. Yeah. It was very like uh, creepy the way well, he approached her. He was her. so. I mean, he was so cold because he was on a phone call the entire time. The entire time. So he gets out of the car and he goes up yeah. to her and he was like, "Knock," and she's like, "Yeah," and she no, just grabs no. her little bag and uh, are you trying Who's to? There? Don't you dare! <laughs> Don't you dare! And so she grabs her bag and she gets up and she just follows him and he continues to stay on the phone the whole time. So he's like. No hot, no yeah. like formal introductions or anything. Yeah. And she's about to get in the car with this yeah. random stranger. And it makes me sad. It made me sad. I was so like, she, so what? she does. Exactly. Right. Yeah, she does. And he whisks her to, to his house. Um, and he's having like a big was, mansion. And I was trying to follow. Big nice house. He, at this point, I mean, the whole movie's in subtitles. And um, there are certain points where the movie's in English. And he spe- he's going back and forth between um, English, Laotian. Laotian and Estonian. I guess so, yeah. yeah. And I just caught at one point, I don't even really know what he was talking about. He was like, we've been making these calls for five years and all this stuff. I was like, it's like completely filler in business. It was business. Yeah. Like, that's all you got to know. But it's like a nonsense business language. Like (laughs) nonsense. You know know what I mean? Like, as in like, it just means it's just filler. Yeah. I mean, whatever. So uh, he takes her back to this house. And, uh, yeah, I, I automatically felt really uncomfortable. I was like, I don't know where this is going, but this young little girl, very tiny, she's just like tiny, very, um, innocent looking. Yeah. Yeah. She would never be able to kind of, uh, defend herself, you know, in in a bad situation. So, you know, I automatically kind of felt like this guy probably wasn't going to be a good guy, but, uh, so he takes her back to this house and, um, he brings her inside. There's a couple people walking around. Um, it's very uncomfortable. Who, he just kind of like leaves her there for a second to stand in the kind of living room and area. And then the housemaid gives her a side eye that the older, yeah. she, um, doesn't she, she asks for food. She says, I haven't eaten in like in a day and a half or whatever. Do you have any food? And she's like, no, like she like yeah. gives her a cold shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, the guy comes back and, uh, we find out by the way, his name, instead of us calling him the guy and the girl, his name is Jakob. And that, that was that was one of my pet peeves at the film. We like you find out his name like halfway through. Halfway through, and a lot of the characters, mm-hmm. like we don't find like out. Anna. Yeah, mm-hmm. Anna, Mimi, Jacques. Um, uh, uh, name of the company that he works for. Sun Power. Sun Power. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we find that out way later mm-hmm. in the movie. Just like, was that else? distracting to you? It was because constantly I'm, I was like, what. Does he have a name? Like he must have. Like what's his name? Let me what's ask you do? this: Was it distracting because now you're trying to take notes and make sure that we get the story right for this podcast, or was it distracting? Like for real? No. If you 
if this was our very first one we were doing that, mm-hmm. right? I might have said yes, possibly. Mm-hmm. But all the other movies that we were doing that with gets right to mm-hmm. introduces the character. The characters. Yeah, the names. Well, okay, so perhaps some of it was building up, and I'm guessing here, but I mean, I felt uncomfortable. I mean, there was no formal introduction. So you're saying that was intentional? Maybe. I mean, I felt I felt a little weird for this girl, and maybe it's maybe that was rightly you know was, created that way, right? Um, because she was just treated as somebody who was supposed to kind of come and take this uh, know, position or whatever you want to call it. It was a weird storytelling. All right. So um, shows up to a room. Shows her up to the room. Right. This is your this is your room. This, these are your clothes. Um, so now we all make okay. She's going to be a housemate or something like. Yeah, I didn't even. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, and then um, and then she hears. I, a, she goes to bed. And she hears she goes a scream. To bed, middle of the night. Hears a scream. Mm-hmm. And her and, door's open. And she opens. She opens the door and runs into Jacques in the hallway, like running across to get water or whatever. Well, she sees yeah. a woman. And then she, across the hall, sees uh-huh. a woman. Sitting on a bed in another bedroom. Topless, right? No, it was actually, it was a, there was like, I think a tank top and she just oh, had her arm covered. It was kind of, I think it was like topless. her skin tone. And I was no. like, oops. And, and I thought, whoa, Jacques is taking advantage of some woman. I did too. Yeah. It was like, oh God, what is happening? And so uh, Jacob is just in underwear and he goes and he gives her a water Jacob. glass. I can call him Jacques. <laughs> Jacob. Because it's like Jacob, Jacob right? Yeah. Um, or Jacob. I might even be pronouncing the. Can we, let's just say Jacob. All right, Jacob. American, you, hey, I, Americans. I, American. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Maddie. Um, so Jacob is going and giving uh, Anna, which we find out later it's Anna, yeah. but it's just a woman for us, and you know, again, kind of a, a smaller framed woman, and this dude is handing her a water glass, and then he comes back towards. Uh, uh, knock who's standing in her bedroom and just shuts the door shuts on her door. almost angrily, kind of a scary yeah, face. Yeah. I was like, Oh God, who, who is about to get raped? I mean, that's or how I felt. Like, and I was immediately so right. uncertain. Yeah. Um, but so then the next morning, I think she's talking to the maid, right? And the maid says to her, who's an, a get bit of an older woman. She's get like, used get used to, to the screams. Just be glad that, Oh, just be sure that she doesn't blame you for the wounds. She said, when the madam starts hurting herself, make sure she doesn't blame you for it. And I'm like, okay. So, um, then you hear, uh, Anna talking to Jacob saying, uh, she, she meaning knock the girl who's just come to the house. She should sleep outside with the rest of the help. And, um, and Jakob is like, but isn't she your family? Yeah. And she's like, well, I've actually never met her. And Jakob's like, we're not kicking her out. She's a house guest. She is your family. Um, and, and he says, she's your cousin. She's cousin. your cousin. So by blood, they are cousins. Um, but as the story goes along, she's referred to often. And I'm sure this is just kind of culturally or, or lost in translation. Uh, not, not lost, lost in, in translation, translation no, but no. it's like, a, I think it's a, um, it's like a term term of endearment i guess but she's called little sister throughout the most majority yeah. of the movie yeah. but so uh yeah she is her her cousin and Jakob's like we're not going to kick her out um you know she's going to stay here and um so we find out that she's not there as a housemaid she's she's um, there to t- take care of anna yeah mm-hmm. yeah and the housemaids or the house workers there. The, the there was a woman. Straight and up a man. servants. Yeah, servants. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure um, they're married. That couple. Yeah, the, the maid and they're the, 
they're man. they're sort of they're not happy and they literally so they, sleep yeah. outside yeah. on like a, a different like a cabin like like another house part of the house and i i, I hope it it's was conne- covered it's connected yeah it's connected but, but it's, it's like, kind of like outside yeah. on yeah. the ground mm-hmm. um and so you get the idea that <laughs> if you're a servant your ass is outside so um knock is pretty lucky that she's going to be sleeping inside and, and i'm pretty and sure eating eating like non-laotian food too right like, yeah mm-hmm. and so they basically tell her at this point like you're not here to clean um because i think she goes to kind of like clear something or yeah, take a plate goes, no. away she's yeah. like you're not here to clean i didn't bring you from the village here to clean and so um knock and anna i believe are eating dinner together and um i think anna says to her anna says to her your family and your family sent you here um because they need money yeah. So you're going to, you're going to basically gonna work, work so that I can send yeah. money or you can send money to your family as you earn it. Yeah. Um, yep. And which then, is interesting. And, and I then mean, there's right. And then there's a little scene, um, where Nog is constantly trying to call home and, but she has no more phone credit. Yeah, she doesn't have phone credit mm-hmm. and she has these like this like old flip phone. Um, like a cheap, like a burner phone, like the old brick yeah. phones. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not, that doesn't work. And I keep it's, saying like no yeah. more credit. Yeah. So she, she goes wants- downstairs at one point and there's this like little stack of money sitting on the countertop in the kitchen and the maid has her back to her and she goes and she tries to just take like, you know, a little bit of money from the, from the pot. And, uh, the maid turns around and looks at her and she's kind of, I think she says like what she's going to take it for. Right. She's like, I just need phone credit. And then the maid kind of gives her a harsh face and kind of just turns her head like, all right, you do you. She lies, says that. Oh, Anna. Anna, Anna said, yeah. Anna told me I could take this for phone yeah. credit to call my family. So we're beginning to find out that Nock is not as innocent as she seems to be. Like she's not, now she's like casually. I was like, well, well she's was, there for what? A day and a half, two days. And yeah. she's already stealing money and lying about it. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Um, so like she's casually lying about it and be, okay with this i'm like okay she's not as innocent as she seems and and i have to like you know this is a cultural thing this is a cultural like this this happens everywhere right it's like when like desperate times call, calls for desperate measures and i think you know people are vilified for doing things like this but to live in a small village where your family has no money and you are hungry and you don't eat it's almost like um I don't know. I don't, at this moment in time, I didn't quite feel terrible for her. I mean, she's been uprooted from her life. She left her family and her boyfriend to go work. Just I disagree. So- I, here's why I disagree. Okay. I think that it wasn't her last resort. If she really wanted to, she really needed money to work for phone credits, she could have asked, right? Say, hey, can mm-hmm. I borrow whatever it is, money that I need? Or mm-hmm. but she, she didn't exhaust all of her options, mm-hmm. right? If she at the time was like, if there was a scene where she asked Anna for money, and I was like, no, you're not, you know, and then she's okay, I get it, mm-hmm. but she didn't. Sure. She went immediately to stealing. She, um, so what's the term? But we begin to see why. like the opportunity yeah. was there, the opportunity mm-hmm. presented itself, and she took it, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so she goes to, um, she goes to coffee shop with her. Remember? And and she meets um, Anna's. Well, so she, Anna goes. Okay. Anna goes to a coffee shop with Mimi, right? Yeah. Okay. And she's there too. And it's just the two of them. No, I don't think so. Is okay. she? Oh, she yeah, might be. It yeah. doesn't matter. 
so madam, <laughs> everybody calls her madam, but yeah, yeah. Anna, which is the woman yeah. of the house basically. Um, and she's a beautiful young, younger woman, we should yeah. say. Um, she is sitting there and this happens like pretty early on in the scene, but, um, you can tell Anna because of the way that the camera shows what she's seeing, uh, Anna is going blind. Uh, the, the camera sees through her eyes and everything's very fuzzy. I think at one point Jakob is like, can you see me? And she says something like, of course I can. And this was in an earlier scene. And I was like, oh, she must be, she must be half blind or something like that, you know, yeah. going blind. I mean, it, but then it, we see we, her. We didn't explain this, but that's why Nock is there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and well, cause you have to, it's like you get to it. Right. But, um, so while they're sitting there having coffee, like I said, the camera is showing what she sees through her eyes and it's kind of like extremely blur, like everything would this be very blurred. This is the part blurred. that was very like the eye. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like. So she's, um, she's sitting at the table and, uh, and I think her friend is sitting across from her and she's slowly like, um, pushing, she's like pushing money, well, she, like a tip, like to the side of the well, table. because she sees someone that looks she like, like a there. bum coming up to her, like uh-huh. a little, um, girl. With like hair in her uh, face. Yeah and, home, yeah, and she's like, it looks like she's asking for money, but no one sees her there except her. Right, and so she's pushing yeah. this money like kind of close, close, close to the side of the table that they're sitting at. And the, the person thing that she's seeing when the camera like comes back out to what, you know, Mimi and the rest of the world sees, Reality. that person's not there. Yeah. And so she keeps pushing it again and we see it again and that that person or ghost or whatever things hand hand touches on his hand and she kind of pulls it back like oh shit it's real uh something just touched me so and then we should say um what she's seeing kind of around this very blurry figure are all these ashes or something yeah floating floating ashes through the air so the movie it's that's the movie's way of sort of distinguishing mm -hmm. what's real and or who's a real person and and who's who's not yeah Mm -hmm. or or whatever it is right you don't really know but, um, so she, she's seeing people and she doesn't say anything. And I, I can't remember if Mimi kind of acknowledges that she jumped or whatever, yeah. but seems pretty quick. Oh, and, and also, um, that, that person or whatever it was that was kind of coming up to her, it was coughing a lot. And, and well, I we never find out who that I is, don't right? think so. Yeah. Nope. But, uh, yeah, it was like a hacky kind of smoker's cough, <laughs> um, because we find out all the other girls who they are, except that's the only one we don't. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we do actually. Yeah. But um, so anyway, Knock uh, goes with the stolen money. That's what I'm saying. I don't think Knock was with them because we see separately. Knock is like going to buy Nock credit. Knock is always with her because at this point on, she can't. But she went out to go buy phone credit without Anna around. Right. She like she leaves. You know how she like leaves and does her own thing, comes back mm-hmm. or whatever. She constantly does that. But okay. she was with her. All yeah. right. So, but not because by herself. Mean to her. Yeah. Mimi, like Mimi's like. Yeah. She looks down. Yeah, yeah, on her. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so she goes to buy buy phone credit, and I think she's about to buy like a, f- a full amount of credit that she could use to spend all of the money. But she decides ten thousand last... kip or something like that. Yeah. But she only uses five thousand kip. Yep. Yeah. So that she'll have some to return. <laughs> so she comes back and um, she al- she sh- almost buys a lottery ticket, but she doesn't. Right. Yeah. And yeah. She comes back. So then, and then the scene is she comes back, and we should. So let's it, it fast forward back at home. Hold on one second. What? So when she's walking through the little kind of um, there's little street vendors and stuff. We should talk about the lottery thing really fast. So there's a little table, and there was a girl at it, and she's like, "Do you want a lottery ticket?" And that's how I guess the lottery works in, in Laos, but it's just like a person selling 
little teeny paper papers. And I guess you have to yeah. write in the number that you want to, um, bet on I had yeah. the numbers that you want to bet on. And, and it looked like knock almost did, but then she just went home instead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She comes home and, and then that's when Anna, um, accuses her, her of stealing all the money. Right. Right. Cause so the she maid, goes, there was a whole it, pot of money on this counter. Where did it go? Yeah. Cause the maid has ratted her out, but she's saying that she's took all the money and no, she the comes, maid didn't. She just goes, there was a pad of money here. Where did it go? And she goes, I only took this right. Here's 5,000 no. of it back or whatever. Right, and she right. was, the maid must've taken all of the rest. No, the maids. No. She, so that was a grocery money or whatever the money it was. And the maid, you can clearly tell maid. She asked maid the way no, she because the maid it? then gets in trouble. And she says, you, she said, you big mouth. Right. Because she, 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 oh, cause Anna, not Anna, but, um, what's her name? Rats, rats are out. She goes, why don't you ask? Knock rats. The knock says, well, then the maid must've stolen it. And then later the right. maid gets in trouble for stealing the rest of the money, which she did. Right. Okay. I know. What, what are you saying? But I'm saying, but like the money that was laid out was for the maids to go get the groceries. All of it. It, the money was laid out for the Okay, well, the then groceries. why did the maid get in trouble for, quote-unquote, stealing it? Because she's saying the maid was like, I don't have the money to buy the groceries. Knock t- stole it all. Mm. Right? And so Knock, is, and Knock says, no, I didn't. I only took 10,000 kip. Mm-hmm. Maid took the rest. And so then, so then basically Knock goes, and here's half of it back. And yeah. then Anna goes, I didn't ask for half of it back. I asked you why you stole it. Right. And she was like. And then like, she goes, why don't you ask the maid? Da, 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 da. Yeah. She was defiant at the end. I was like, you stole you still stole 5,000 kip. Yeah. Like, why are you so like right. righteous? Right. <laughs> so um, essentially, I think at this point, uh, we have another uh, encounter uh, between Anna and a ghost or a spirit or something. And um, she's in the kitchen, I think, by herself. And I think Nock has left her side for only a moment to run upstairs. And Anna is kind of going through the kitchen. She sees something out of the corner of her eye. And this poor this poor woman, you know, it's like she doesn't know if it's knock. Like she can't really tell if this figure that she's seeing coming up to her is knock or if it's one of these things, right? So because of the little floaty, um, you know, effects that are happening, we yeah. do know it's now, it's another one of these ghost things that's coming toward her. And she has a knife in her hand at this point, kind of trying to protect herself. And the scene cuts away back to Knock, where she's upstairs, and uh, we hear a scream again. We hear Anna scream. So Knock runs downstairs to go help her, and she's got blood all over her hands, and uh, and she's got a huge gash in her hand, right? Anna does. And Knock is like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And she touches her hand, and then she touches Anna's face to kind of comfort her, and she looks down, she's got blood all over her hands. And I think my brain just went to, oh, now she's worried um, you know, pre- probably from what the maid said next time Madam hurts herself, make sure she doesn't blame you for it. And it's almost like, Oh God, was this me? Like, was this what happened? You know, am I going to get in trouble for this? And all of a sudden Anna starts, uh, almost in a kind of a catatonic state or something. She just starts saying these numbers out loud. And we, as the viewers are seeing this ghost, uh, kind of whispering in Anna's ear, but then Anna is saying out loud three, six, and she says it a few times. Um, and so, you know, knock is like, what the, what the fuck is three, six, four. And then the scene cuts. Okay. So again, I have a problem with the scene as well, because we find out eventually knock, knock goes, 
oh, this is a lottery number. I'm going to use this for lottery. I'm like, how is that the first thing that comes to your mind when all of a sudden, you know, like this, she says three numbers, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was just like, oh, come on. She she plays the lottery this soon on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. To be fair. There's not one point. What do the ghosts say? This is a lottery number. Right. Go play. Right. I mean, oh, and P.S., I am pretty positive (laughs) now that my brain is telling me, and I didn't write this down, but when Jakob comes to pick her up, I am 100% sure now that he, when he's on that business phone call that we're talking about, he mentions the lottery. So lottery must be a big deal here, and people must really bank on that, and that must be kind of the, the thing that obviously people aspire to winning to get them out of poverty okay. or the, the debts that they're in, but, right? But as a storytelling device, uh-huh. like for people who's not familiar with that culture. Sure. Like, but you, I and have, me, like you and me. Okay. Like but that, have you ever, that was a leap. Have you ever felt like you've seen numbers or you've heard, or you heard some numbers that stood out in your head? Have you ever gone and played the lottery? No. I have. No. I have. Okay. And a lot of people have. So. Okay. A lot of people have. Okay. Yeah. That's it's just, what, what you say a lot of people, it's a small percentage compared to all of the people. I don't know. Okay. I don't Stop. know. Yes, it is. Okay. Really? <laughs> yes. You don't know about the lottery world then. <laughs> okay. Because okay. you got to play to win. So so uh, any, every time you see a series of numbers, you immediately go, I'm going to play these numbers in the lottery. There, I, there's, it, it, I've done it a, quite a few okay, times. Okay, thank you. I've done it quite I a few And I know case. a lot of people do. What case. case did you rest? <laughs> Okay, you're in a bubble, a little minky bubble. I think a lot of people, like they, everybody has hopes of like striking it rich easily, right? And you're telling me it's not a leap. It was three digits. I don't think it's a leap. Okay. I've done this. I've done this. Continue. Okay. (laughs) I actually did this not that long ago, to be honest. All right. I feel sorry for you playing the lottery. Why are you you playing the lottery? Because it just like calls you sometimes. (laughs) It just calls to you. Okay. <laughs> do you do you really want me to tell you? No. Okay. All right. All right. Let's, I let's continue. All right. So um She buys phone credits, right? And she calls. She, yeah, she yeah, um she calls home. I think she well the the night. Oh no. Well then okay, so basically Jakob and Anna are now like in Anna's house, parents' house, because I think Jakob was away when her hand got cut, right? So we, we wake up the next day and I, Anna must have gone to her parents' house because she got hurt. And so we see Jakob going to pick her up from her parents' house. And I don't quite understand the um, logistics of what is happening between the parents and Jakob with Anna sitting there. I was a little, I was a little lost about kind of what was, what was happening between the dynamics between that conversation. But Jakob basically is like, oh, you want more money from me. And so he gave his her parents money, yeah. and then they got back in the car, and he talked about something about them saving face, or yeah. or she said something. I, I don't really understand um, culturally, kind of like what what the dynamic is between the husband and then the parents, and what was going on in that scene. But I know they were talking about they how clearly, like she couldn't live there because they have stairs, and since she's going blind, they really couldn't keep her there. And so I I, I didn't really understand why he had to give them money to like kind of get her back home. I missed it. Well. It's it's he obviously he's rich or to that standard, mm-hmm. and clearly he's been giving them money mm-hmm. to you know for whatever for their business or uh, little store that they have, um, you know for I don't know because they're family now yeah right and that's and and that is one of the themes that keeps coming back because mm-hmm. they even say like go date a white man 
because they some they give you to money. like knock They're, like yeah. knock here's yeah. a few times yeah people. and they give you money so um, yeah clearly you know Anna is married to a white man uh, and he that's what he does he has a business he has a really apparently successful business mm-hmm. uh, and he clearly gives them money every month or whatever it is something yeah yeah and so they in this time and you know that's it's one of those things where like they're asking for money in a in a you know you know what not coy way but like you know what do you call um, what's the word i'm looking for here passive aggressive he, or something or yeah, like yeah. A, like they're asking you know so and he's like it's, cut the shit like you you just want money mm-hmm. here so here's the money right you know <clears throat> and then and then anna's like the way you approach that you have yeah, you made my parents lose face like you embarrass them mm-hmm. which is ridiculous right right like it's what they wanted but it's like you, you, know, you made them admit to it, sort of. And yeah. You made them look safe. Right. That's what, that's what she was mad at. So they go back, because you're right. So um, when they came into town, they brought Knock with with them. And Knock went and um, and she went and bought more phone credits, right? Is that what she said? Yeah, oh, no, the yeah. lottery. So she, and, she did. Yeah, she walked she past and lottery, she was like, yeah. you know what? That's right. Yeah. So what I was going to say is, it's not like when she heard the numbers, she was just like, I'm going to go play the lottery. But when they were out in town and she walked past again, she thought to herself, you know, maybe I'll play these numbers. So when they get back home, that's when the maid sees her, by the way. And we already kind of said this, but when they get back home that night, the maid looks at her like nasty as fuck. And she's like big rat. mouth. Yeah. yeah. Rat. rat. And she just walks past and, um, and she goes, you know, they cut my pay because of what you told them. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you stole money. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, I think it's nighttime now. And Anna says something to knock about, like, I know you just assume I hurt myself. And um, this was a really good scene uh, and, and they kind of jump around, but like then like later in the middle of the night, or actually I think she might've said that to her husband too. Like you just assume, that's right. It was to Anna said it just yeah. to Jakob yeah. and they're kind of in the bedroom and she's like, you just assume I hurt myself. Like this cut on my hand, this horrible cut on my hand, you think I did this to myself and there's no kind of finished to it. It's like. We, yeah, he does think that. You know, he must think that. It's like it's a mental too. thing. We, th- we think that too, though, right? Oh, no, we don't. I mean, we saw that she saw a ghost. So we don't know if that's really what she, some, something that's happening to her or if it's something she's imagining. I don't think... I didn't have an answer yet. I didn't know if it was her or not. We actually never see from here on the ghost is harming her, right? Sure, they grab her arm mm-hmm. and they sort of at times bruise it and like... Um, but we never know what she held a knife in her hand yeah. to like as defense. Right. And like and then we never see what happened. But she does cut her hand. That's mm-hmm. that's for sure. Yeah. But we then from here why. on she encounters multiple ghosts and they never harm her. They don't. Yeah. They're just trying to get Give numbers, numbers. To, to her. <laughs> so um so basically we, we, we understand the dynamic. Jakob really does love Anna, his wife. He truly does. Yeah. He's thankfully not some creepy like house owner of yeah. women and raping them like thank god he's just like a nice husband but he does believe she's hurting herself yeah. um and so later that night she's sitting at the dining room table with knock and um knock uh anna i think anna is actually starting to see kind of a vision and she goes will you please get me some water and knock is pouring her water and uh she she opens up and she decides to start because you know they haven't had the nicest of exchanges so far not uh anna's been kind of cold to accepting her into her home and uh so anna says to her like i think i see things or, or, i see things in the shadows and as i lose my vision i think maybe my mind is just filling kind of the dark spots with with memories right. the audience what the audience needs i guess what the audience for listening to us needs to um remind is that not at this point 
like has the number one in a lot or a small amount of money from the lottery. And no, just this morning she had only played her first set of numbers. Right, the first set of numbers. But she hadn't won yet. She, Not yet, because this is later money. that night. She collected money. Mm. Well, she tried to collect the money, and then she goes, "No, you can't collect the money here. You have to go to the uh, middle of the city." She goes, "Okay." Yeah, that's so later. She doesn't, she that's doesn't, later. She doesn't go there yet. I know she doesn't go there yet. But this, this is where we begin to see like Nak is like, okay, these she's spouting lottery numbers, so she's like. Okay, but she literally has not won yet. She doesn't know if that if it worked. I mean, she she went and played it, but she, we don't know that that it worked yet. She I finds promise. out the next day, right? But we're still in the scene of the night before, so she hasn't she doesn't know that it worked yet. So what I'm saying is, this particular exchange is probably like the most sweetest exchange between the two of them because um, Anna opens up and says, "I'm seeing things," and then she even tries to say, "Like, and maybe my mind is just filling in blank spots with my memories. Like, maybe I am kind of going crazy," and Nock immediately goes, no, like, I think you are seeing things. I think that she is, she goes, I think that's ridiculous. She goes back where my, uh, vill- in my village, a woman was attacked by a monster basically that she saw. And, um, and Anna goes, I don't care about your monsters in the jungle. Like this is, this is something that's happening to me. And so Nock is like, well, I'm just letting you know, kind of, she's just kind of saying like, I believe you. Like, I can tell that you see something right now. And she was, she was like seeing a figure and she goes, and I, and pretty much like the two of them, this was, this was their first moment of connection. That's all I'm saying. So like, then, um, she says, let me help you fix your hand. And so she grabs her hand and she like mashes some like root or something into it. And she's like, this, this is like, uh, she goes, what is that? And she goes, it's going to help it. It's what we use in our village, in the, in our village to help heal things. And she's like, well, I'm on like some doctor, some doctor's medicine. And she goes, you know, like that's Western medicine. Yeah. It's just chemicals. I didn't get the scene either, by the way, because you what? I didn't get the scene. Um, I thought this was like, this was one of the only scenes where these two are really acting. And she, and so I, and I wrote down, um, she says to her, thank you, little sister. So this is the first time she uses a term of endearment to her. Okay. And so it's like, okay, they're kind of like on a good path, right? But then to your point, the next day, um, I think she gives Nock money to go send to her family, right? And I have that she goes and plays numbers at the lottery and buys a dress. <laughs> so, um, and and so like Anna and her husband go to the doctor's office and, and again, like Nock goes and, goes and does her own thing. And then, um, so I don't even, I don't think she had, played it yet i think this is where she played it but whatever it doesn't matter so that's gonna be our other like quotable line whatever it doesn't matter to me it matters a little bit because we find out all of sort of not what you were saying like heart to heart yeah it's sort of fake like i don't think that first one was though yeah i don't think it was i think it becomes that way she starts to become much more self-serving in her hand it infects her but i was that okay yeah that's one of the things i'm like was that intentional or not, right? And they never, they never go address yeah, it again. Yeah, all right. So yeah. like this next scene, Anna's at the doctor's office with her husband and her husband is asking the doctor about, can she, and he's A like new, frustrated. He's like, yeah. look, are there just pills? And he's Psych- like, like trying to get like psychotics. Yeah, like, yeah he's yeah. like. Um, Anti-psychotics, whatever. Yeah, what do you want to call it? Anti- yeah, he, it's depression medicine and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, he lists off like. The top he's like, three. What can you give us? Like, and he's yeah, like, can yeah. you give it to me? And she goes, you can't get it here. And he's like, she goes, you can only get that from Thailand or something. And he's like, then how do we go to Thailand? Like, how does she get a procedure? How does she get this? She needs like mental health. 
uh, help. I mean, and, um, and poor Anna's just sitting there like not speaking. And then, um, and I think, isn't this then where the doctor like looks at her hand and she's like, what the fuck is in your your hand? hand. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, it's in, and she goes, Oh, a friend was trying, or my, you know, it's like, yeah, somebody was trying to help me. She goes, your hand's infected. infected. So you're right. I don't know how to take that now. I don't know if she did that on purpose or if it really was truly genuine and trying to be helpful. I, I, I thought to myself, Oh, it just didn't work. <laughs> and of course, and of course, Western I mean, medicine, what, what we know, where it eventually leads mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. I think, I think it wasn't, I think it was. So she was being spiteful. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I did not pick up on that. Um, see, this is why this is a good, this is, this is a good exchange here. So you're, t- you're making me open my eyes <laughs> and see things I did not see. So, and then, and then we find out that like Jacob is constantly on, on his phone. He's always talking to, you know, his company. And he's like, he's half and, the time yeah, at home and half yeah. the time far away. He keeps going away. Like, he's like, I'm going to be gone for six days. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be gone for three days. I'm going to be gone for a week. It's so funny. Um, yeah. So he keeps going. And then we find out that like he's his company or he's done something where they're now the, the Laotian government's auditor is coming to audit his company. And he's like, we're going to lose my job. Trouble. And they're in trouble. And <laughs> He, and he goes, we're going to have to leave Laos. And he was like, we're, we ha- we're going to have to go to Thailand. And I can't go back to Europe after what happened there. And I'm like, what the fuck happened there? Um, so, so it was a ridiculous line he says later in, this, later in the movie, too. I was like, and he just like, he goes, the best thing that could happen is that we go to jail or something like that. But he the says best thing. Like, yeah. He like yeah. casually says it. I'm like, what the fuck? I know. <laughs> So anyway, it's like a quick scene just to let us know, like, okay, he's, his business is in trouble and they're hurting for money. They're yeah. going to be hurting for money. Yeah. And even though he really wants the best kind of care given to Anna, his wife, yeah. he may not be able to give it to her. And then uh, the next scene is him at a bar, bar drunk as piss. You know, he's just so drunk. And a friend, Kenji. Uh, now we're in- introduced to a new character. A new character. Kenji. Kenji. Yeah. Uh, and he takes him, he's like, hey friend, like you're. You're coming home. The nicest like, let's guy home. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and so he takes him home. And um, and I said, and, I, wrote, I just wrote he, down. And, and he the, meets Nock. And he's like, he gets, at first I thought he was like. You know, so he like her. spends the, he spent yeah. the night yeah. there at the house. Yeah. And then the next morning they're having breakfast. And Kenji's like, Kenji's like, uh, oh, good morning. And he was like, oh, all you. Laos chicks Laos like smartphones, like smart right? Phones. And he pushes the smartphone to her. Here's and he's like, here, play birds. Angry Birds. And she's looking at it like it's a, you know. And she's like, ooh. Something she's never seen. I was yeah. like, oh, God, this is so uncomfortable. But then, um, so then Jakob comes out and he's like, all right, come on. We have a long drive. We have an eight hour drive. So, of course, they're leaving again. And um, and that's when I wrote, Knock wins the lottery. So, um, she, she goes in town. This is the first time she wins the lottery. And so she goes into town and she goes, how do I collect my earnings? And the woman at the little, the the young girl at the little table that's in the middle of town, she goes, Oh, you don't collect your money from here. You have to go into the, like the office that's in town. You have to take a tuk tuk to get there. So she takes one and, um, and she walks in. But before that, before she walks away from that little table, there's another little kind of um, roadside stand. And it's a it's a it's a man who's selling things who she saw on another trip into town when she bought the ticket with this little old grandmother or a little mother sitting. I'm sorry. I thought she bought something from him the first time. I can't remember. remember, But um, there's basically just a little chair sitting there with this little old woman. And it's clearly his mother. 
And she, as she's about to walk away to like go a get a tuk tuk or something, yeah. Yeah, she like the old woman gets up and she just starts walking into the street almost, and she grabs her and she goes, "Grandmother." Again, I think it's just like culturally a, a nice thing to say to people instead of calling her old lady. And she's like, grandmother, you can't just walk out in the middle of the street. And then I think the son comes and gets her and goes and sits, sits her back down. Right. Yeah. So then she gets the tuk tuk and she goes into the office and she gets um, 2,500. No, two, 25 was, mil, I don't know. 2,500,000. 2, 2,500,000 kip. kip. Yeah. yeah. Which I have, I no have not idea. looked up the exchange rate, yeah. but I think it's a lot of fucking money. So she goes yeah, it's and enough he, to buy a smartphone. She, she yeah. goes and she buys Legit. a Samsung Galaxy. Yeah. Legit smartphone. <laughs> and then this is when my husband walked into the room and he's like, he saw this scene and he goes, oh, this might be mean for Samsung. But he was like, oh, is the horror that her Samsung phone's going to blow up in her pocket. <laughs> so, nice one, Jeff. I know. Um, so then... Anyway, then uh, I think we're back at home. And, and she's Anna's seeing figures again. Anna's seeing yeah. a lot of figures. There's yeah. like a whole line of them in front of her window. And Nock is in there with her. And Nock is trying to capitalize them. She goes, what are they saying? She, well, she said, do you know how they died? And, um, and then she says, what are they Anna, saying? But Anna goes, don't even try to bring monks here. <laughs> like, Because we see monks yeah, throughout, yeah. right? And, um, and she's like, I won't. So it's like a really weird, it's like, if you even try to bring these monks up into my house. Again, it's a cultural thing, right? It's yeah, weird. yeah. And uh, so anyway, it's a short exchange. Um, and then we're, I think we have coffee again with Mimi out in public, right? Because at some point, Mimi, this kind of bitchy well, before friend. That, it, what? Before that, she says, and what are they saying? She goes, oh, something about if I don't look them in the eye, then I'm fine. I'm like, yeah. You can't look at anything. I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like what the hell are you, you talking You don't know where about? the eye I is. I, I mean, like, you know the general everything direction. Everything is blurry. Yeah. I, I was like, what? <laughs> Can you see this eye? So yeah, you're right. That coffee She did say that. Yeah. So they're at the coffee shop the next morning again. And she's being, like, we won't go into it, but she's being a bitch to um, yeah. Knock. She's being a mean girl. Knock's like, like kind of enamored poor. with... The little kitty cat that's kind of yeah. drawn in the foam of the coffee. And then Mimi's an asshole and kind of pours all the sugar inside of it to ruin it because Knox says something like, oh, it's like it's too cute to drink, basically. So then they get up and they're walking away. And again, there is this there is this loving relationship that at least and now looking back, I mean, at least Anna is feeling OK. And so they're walking down the, the down the sidewalk and Mimi's in front of Nock and Anna and they're Nock and Anna are holding hands. And you can see that there's figures kind of walking alongside of them. And Anna's frightened, like pretty much all the time. And so Nock is holding her hand and she's being kind of her uh, guardian or something like that. And Mimi's kind of standing in front of them like, what the like, hurry up, guys, you know. And so um, anyway, well, they come back home, they come back home and immediately uh, knock again, like runs upstairs, who knows, take off her shoes, whatever. And um, Anna starts tripping over furniture and she immediately she's like, that maid did it again. We find out the housemaid plays this prank where they rearrange the furniture of the house. Yeah. So the uh, so Anna can trip and fall or whatever, run into things. Yeah. I guess for their amusement. So would yeah. you do that to a person who makes you sleep outside? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, for us, I mean, if that's the rule of the land, yeah, and all servants do that, mm -hmm. like, it, you know, um, whatever, that's what it is. I yeah. mean, she doesn't treat them anything. They just do their job. They get paid. I mean, they definitely treat them like non-people. I mean, they don't treat them like kindly. What? They don't treat them kindly. Well, 
when did you see them treat them poorly? They don't ever treat them poorly. They don't talk, you know, mean to them or you don't find out that besides the fact that she gets her pay cut because she was trying to steal money. She is. I mean, Anna's pretty cold. Like I said, when when um, Nock first showed up, she's pretty she's pretty cold. Okay, she's kind of like, but we, we don't have yeah. any inclination that they treat the housemaids anything. Normal. I like, guess. I, I guess. You clean I, the house. Whatever. It's, it's your job. I guess. Again, like, can you imagine any house in America where the maid or the nanny or the okay. au pair or whatever but, sleeping outside? But you're comparing to America. I know. Closer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I can imagine that tensions must be high. That's all I mean. Like, so for the maid to go in and move furniture around, it's like, uh, I guess I kind of get it. <laughs> no, we find out they're fucking assholes, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So um, she blames the maid, and not comes. Like in, I think contact with another ghost, or Anna does right. Anna I'm does. sorry, yeah, not not Anna does. And Anna, uh, basically, what we what we see is that it's that old old lady, old lady from the shop, from the, the street, street where she's about to walk yeah. into the street, right? And um, and her hand touches Anna's hand, and then she it's whispers like, numbers to her. Yeah, but do you see her hand? It was like it's old. No, the bone was sticking out. There was a bone sticking out of her, her leg, arm, right, her or something. Arm. It was her arm. Her arm. Yeah. So, um. That was that one? Oh, was that? No, was that that's later. That's later. Oh. It doesn't matter. See, I it say it all the time. All looks same. <laughs> no. <laughs> so anyway, we just, we know that it's the old, the old lady that uh, not calls kind of grandmother or whatever. And so I guess at this point, the viewers are like, oh, so did the, like, she's seeing people that just died. Okay. Right. But, um, uh, we don't, so you don't know yet, but basically, yeah. uh, she hears yeah. numbers again. And I think, uh, knock <laughs> runs. Lotto is <laughs> five, two, super, seven. super ball, super ball, yeah. 37. So, this is so bizarre. For- <laughs> <laughs> Get with it. So knock hears the numbers again. And of course we know that knock's going to use this to her advantage, to your point. Like she's just like waiting for this yes. shit to happen now. Greed. Right. Comes over her. Um, and so I think, uh, five million kip. Well, she wins. but yes, but also yeah. there's another conversation where, um, I think Anna now the next day is kind of thinking about everything. And she's like, you know, they say when you lose one sense, you gain others. And, um, and she tells knock again, she's, she's loving knock more and more, if you will. But she says, you're the only one who listens to me, little sister. And, um, you know, she even, she starts to realize, she goes, you know, maybe the messages, these numbers aren't meant for me. You know, maybe they're, maybe they're for somebody else. Maybe, and she's, so she's like pontificating about like what, what, why these ghosts or apparitions or whatever they are, are kind of feeding her these messages. And, um, at this point, uh, the name of the movie is Dear Sister. And she says, she calls her my dearest sister in this scene. And, um, so, Knock now is in the kitchen. I think the maid and she are having kind of a harsh exchange, I think. And, um, and I, I can't remember what, what happened, but basically knock smacks the shit out of the maid. And I, and I can't remember why, but I was like, holy Moses, that's kind of crazy. It was like later in the night after it was a really small piece of the movie. I Mickey's looking a little confused right now, but basically it's a really small exchange and she smacks the shit out of the maid. And I was like, oh damn, like now knock is getting really kind of, that's later. No, it's literally right here. But she, but then, and then I wrote down, she goes into town and she wins $5 million or 5 million, million kip. kip. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know how much that is, but, 
Um, so she goes to buy more things. She <laughs> shot, and then she walks across that same um, vendor who she thinks have lost his mother. Hold on. Yeah, and says... Wait, wait, I have a question for you. Why, why did she go there? Why would... She didn't see the apparition. Why would not go and... You're right. She, she just she just walks past and she says... Because she, she thinks she's a, dead, though. No, she, oh, she the sees chair's an empty, empty chair. Yeah. And she goes, oh, what is your mother? And he says, she had a stroke. No, she get, she just infers that she's dead. She literally inferred she was dead because she goes, here, this is for you. So she basically, with all of her winnings, she goes and she buys a bunch of stuff. She goes back to that street vendor and she get, she sees the empty chair and she infers oh, she's I dead. Oh, I know why. Because Anna says, I saw an old lady. She <gasps> goes, right. I think it's that old lady from the market. Okay, so she, she does said say that? that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she does think she's yeah, dead. And then yeah. she tries to give him like pity money or whatever yeah. you want to call she's it. Like, I think I've seen her before. And yeah. the guy goes, what's this for? And she's like, your mother. I'm sorry. It's an offering. It's an offering. Yeah. And he goes... She's just in the hospital. Yeah, she's not dead. She's not dead. Yeah. And so that's why I said earlier, oh, is she seeing people that have just died? But yeah. no, um, it's people who... It's about to. It's about to die. Yeah. Or like something happened to them, yeah. Right. So I think it's like someone who's on the verge of death, death right? They're, yeah. they're close to the other side. Yeah. And which is really interesting, I think. There's a whole if group of people. So. Here's another thing. I, I'm going to generalize and, and, and another. And they say the lottery number before. They no, die. but there's a very large group of people. <laughs> there are people in my family that believe this, that, um, like, oh God, that you get some kind of feeling or message or a phone call or something, and you know that someone's about to die before they actually do. Okay. Which. Okay, but none of that is explained in the movie. Like, it was, I mean... Right. We don't know why. We don't know why Anna yeah, has this written a little in better. Like it they would have... Sure. Ooh, yeah. They would have talked about that. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Um, okay. Uh, so, Jakob returns, and he says the job situation, it just, it gets worse throughout the movie. This is where he says, right? you know, if, if we're lucky, I don't, even, I don't end up in jail. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and so, it just, it, it's like a quick quick scene where it's like, it's going to get worse. And knock, I wrote down, wants to go out and find a white boyfriend. Because <laughs> someone tells her, remember? He's yeah. like, go out. You should go you need out. To, you, yeah. Oh, he, it and was they, like, you need to have, you have a new dress. You should go out and wear that in they town. They never show who, who's talking though. I was like, is that the maid or who's that oh, talking? Really? Yeah. It's just like, mm. Um, yeah, I think like, it was just someone else. Yeah. yeah. And then Anna basically will never let her leave her side. Yeah. Like she will not let her go into yeah. town. She won't let her go out at night. That's that. So, um, not calls he parents. Says no. Yeah. yeah no, she says no to going out. So not calls her parents and says that she'll be sending money tomorrow, which is so fucked up because at this point, Everyone. like we think that she, she has already been sending her family money cause she's been here for a while now yeah. and she hasn't been. So she's been stockpiling it and not sending her family money and winning the lottery and winning tons of money, way yeah. more money than, she I mean, where's earning. even the money that she's getting paid, right? Which they never address. Like, well, they kind of do because honestly, what have you been doing with the money? I've been paying? Well, anyway, we'll get there. On. Yeah. But, um, um, so basically, uh, you know, she looks under her pillow as she's kind of promising her parents that she'll send it tomorrow, which must be where she stashes her money. And there's a pile gone <laughs> and she's pissed. So the next day, I think she asks the maid about it and no luck. Like the maid didn't take it. She's like, why, why would you have money? Cause she goes, why did you steal my money? And the maid looks at her like really kind of challenging. And she's like, well, why would you even have a stock stockpile of money? Yeah. So, uh, it's not the maid. The maid didn't steal it. Um, so Anna and Jakob go to the doctor again. Wait. What? Did I miss something? You don't think the maid stole it? I don't. No, I don't. Oh, wait. No, maid I don't. definitely stole it. 
She did? Yeah. Well, I think it comes back around later when Anna has like a pile of money in the table when she kind of confronts her, but I don't know. Okay. But whatever. So Anna and Jakob go to the doctor to pay for this like procedure for her eyes. And and so they say that there's a doctor in Bangkok that can fix her eyesight. It's just going to be like they they have to wait basically until a time where they can go. Right. Um, I I, I want to know when the doctor was like, yeah, she has to take this test. And and Jakob was like, what test? She would take all the tests. Yeah. And and then she's like, wait a minute. Sammy is so thirsty. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so um, anyway, they do like obviously something, a mini procedure within the, within the doctor's office. Cause then she comes home and she's got glasses on and her eyes are all bruised up and knock, um, knock was at home. And you know, this was actually, this was much later in the night. This was the same night that knock basically had asked if she could go out. And so when Anna returns with these glasses on and these bruised eyes, not, uh, Anna says to her to knock, like I needed you today. And, and Nock goes, well, first of all, you didn't ask me to go with you and you forbid me to go out. So like, what the fuck? Right. Um, and so she goes, why did you leave me here then? And, um, and she goes, why couldn't I have gone out? And Anna said to her, well, let me ask you this. How would you have paid for it? So that's why I kind of think Anna had already taken her money. Cause I think she was, she was like, she's kind of forcing her to say, why did you think you'd be able to go out and pay for it? Where, you know, fess up kind of thing. That's what I thought. But I don't know, maybe I was wrong. How would you have paid for it? Because you're sending the money home, right? That's how I saw it. Because if Anna found money under her pillow, which Anna and then didn't. she forbid her to go out. I'm just saying, maybe okay. she did find it. And then she goes, well, how would you have paid for yeah. it? You know? So anyway, Jakob, uh, he's talking about um, the this like meeting that he has to have that where these he's he's kind of like outside with a bunch of what I'm what I just assume are business partners, business people, yeah. you know, whatever. Company. And he's talking about bribing the UNTP, <laughs> and um, and he wants to cook the books. Yeah. And uh, Ken- Kenji, Kenji's like, Kenji's like uh, hell no. What are you talking about? You have the real books. Yeah. He felt like I felt like he already cooked the books, right? Uh, he says, I maybe a tiny bit, yeah. But and Jakob's like, uh, if you don't do this, like we just lose everything. And he goes, uh, Kenji goes, if you do, like I will tell, I will tell him everything. Like I will tell I will them show everything. Him that, yeah, real books. I'll tell you on everything. And um, and so I guess they kind of just drop it. And now everyone's just kind of <laughs> having never, beers, yeah. right? It's all like beer time, beer thirty. And uh, Kenji's kind of talking to. Uh, knock at this point he's just having a nice exchange and he's like cheers cheers little sister so now he's calling her little sister and um there was a there's a good line here so Jakob is kind of off with Anna and he's just very scared about what's going to happen and Anna says don't count the bodies before the war is over and he's like don't give me that Asian bullshit <laughs> just tell me what it means <laughs> just tell me what it means yeah, I laugh at that actually uh, you, you what I laughed at that <laughs> <laughs> um and so uh let's see I think again day, we have another scene where he's Nock, gone again. He's gone yeah, again, yeah. and we find out Knox still hasn't sent money to family. She takes a call um, that says like she will, she will. Uh, okay, I promise I'll send money tomorrow. And as she's she's hanging up the call, she sees Anna outside on the deck, and Anna she can tell can see something, a premonition of like, said, some kind. And I said, oh, perfect timing. Like just when she's just like, when she I'll needs money. money, I know, right? <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> Um, and so she's watching her and instead of going out and helping her, cause Anna looks petrified and she's stepping back very slowly and then she falls. And when she falls, she kind of is like backing up, scared up against the windows that, um, 
Knock is staring at her out, you know, from inside. And she's um, trying to listen. She's trying to listen yeah. and she is listening. She's watching her and she's instead not going out there to listen. She just wants to hear these numbers. And um, there's a there's a person that comes close. And as it gets closer and closer, Anna goes, mother. Mom, yeah, now, mother. we met her mom earlier. So then you're like, oh, is her mom dead or is she about to die? Like, what's happening? And she knows it's her because I think her hand and her fingernails and her rings. And she can probably, I think she like smells kind of, her. And kind, you can, she can kind kind of see her, her yeah. yeah and so her mother just whispers numbers to her of course um and so what you know, what's the number what was it uh this one was four seven zero <laughs> and this is when we see the broken bone the so this was, there was a broken bone yeah, in on the her, leg on her arm, our arm. Yeah. okay whatever uh it doesn't matter <laughs> um so she goes inside and she calls her mom to make sure she's okay and she's talking to her and she's like okay all right well i'm just calling to make sure you're all right and then the next morning immediately next morning anna wakes yeah. up and she gets a phone call and she's like dad slow down what's happened and so of course the mother's in the hospital she goes to the hospital um, they go in to see the mother and the mother's totally in a coma. She's brain damaged. She's brain yeah. dead. And, and uh, what was not doing? Well, wait. Well, what we found out was, I think they said the car just was going too fast and didn't stop. So I, maybe she got run over by a car or it something. Doesn't like that. It, do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But that's why she had broken bones taken out of her yeah. body. Um, but the juxtaposition of the scene is not. It's, <laughs> she goes, collects the money. Of a lottery win. Mm -hmm. She's buying dress and she's getting her hair colored. Remember that? She was like. <laughs> right now? Is that when she was doing yeah. it? She collects money. Well, she goes, collects the money and mm -hmm. she comes back, mm. you know, and then and like, they're like, she comes back from like spending or collecting her money, spending her money, comes back to the ho uh, hospital mm -hmm. and they're walking out of the emergency room. Mm -hmm. And then she, and then she, uh, not continues into the emergency room and they, she sees that like they had just, um, whatever like covered her up mm -hmm. her mom passed so away. she winds up dying while yeah. they're there yeah. yeah and then um so they're sitting out there in the room together at, like in the kind of a wait in the waiting room or family room and they're discussing things and um and anna basically says to her father her so her father's there and anna and jacob's not there and anna's like i'm pregnant and the dad said um you know did did oh. you tell your mother before she died? And she said no. And then he oh, goes. We, we forgot an important part. What? In the beginning, before her mom dies, he goes. He goes. <laughs> he goes. We have to play the lottery so we can pay for her medical bills. Remember that? And in the very beginning. No, like right when when she arrives at the hospital. That's what I'm talking about. It was right here. So so I wrote down, like. Well, but that's before that's before she passes away. She's still in, in bed. Well, anyway, yeah. he says, like, we need to go play the lottery. Like, maybe those numbers your mother told you we we're supposed to play the lottery. And I, I did <laughs> laugh. I was like, why did why would two people think that, right? Yeah, yeah. But it must be a big thing. Who knows? But, uh, you know, you got to find signs where yeah. they where they present and themselves. This is the one he tells and not she, to do it. And so she... tickets. Yeah. Right. But then... But, uh, but Anna goes, like, Dad, how could you possibly think of the lottery right now? And he goes... Your mother must have known you were pregnant. So, like, just take it as a sign that she she knew you were pregnant and she wanted you to have money so that you could pay for your bills and, you know, take care of your eyesight and all that. And so Anna kind of is like, okay. So he says, knock, here's some money. Hands her, like, a pad of money. And he goes, go play the lottery. So this is so fucked up. This is the most fucked up. This is when you're like, oh, okay. Knock. Knock is an asshole, right? So she does go play the lottery for him. She gives him a ticket. We see him in his store. We see him listening to the radio where they're presenting numbers. We hear the numbers that the mother said, 470, and he then goes, oh, man, and rips up his ticket and just, like, yeah. is crushed. Oh, 
And then he walks away and knock is right there and knock just smiles yeah. because she played fake numbers for him, played the right numbers for herself and she sucks. So she's like this. And so basically the next scene is like Anna, Jacob and, da- what, and the dad what, what like spreading the ashes like, out in the water. What I would get is like if the father knew the mom said numbers to her, why didn't he not know what those numbers were? Right. He said, go play the numbers. Because your mom said numbers, whatever, those numbers. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know exactly what those numbers were. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's, the, it was, how it's how the story had to be written, yeah. why he let not go do it, right? Yeah. So um, anyway, Anna, Jacob, and dad go and spread the ashes while I believe. Not um, just getting our hair did. That's right. That's, yeah. and see, that's when that was happening. So. Um, it's called a slut by the maid. Remember? She the maid. Goes, oh yeah. yeah when well, she came yeah. home with highlights in her hair <laughs> and she's like, slut. slut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so bad. So, um, anyway, I think Jakob then gets a phone call that Bangkok is ready for her, for Anna to get her procedure done. And he's so excited. Um, so they go, they go yeah. and knock, knock is like trying to figure out now what to do with her freedom because now she's going, yeah. Anna and Jacob are far away and she's got all this money. She's got her hair did. She knows she can go and get a white boyfriend. She got all this clothes. She puts on some fancy shoes. I think she goes into the, she goes into town um, she calls her family actually at one point. Oh, see, and this is why I know for a fact I'm right about Anna being the one that found the money. This is why I know I'm right because she calls her family and the family answers, but they were like, we're having a party. We'll have to call you back. She's like, how are you having a party? And it was like, they got their money. And she's like, but how did they get money? And then he goes, I don't know. I'm drunk. Bye. <laughs> hangs up the phone. So I think Anna sent them the money. Because then, um, basically, not goes back and forth. And let's just kind of skip quickly past this. But it's like she goes into the city or whatever you want to call it. She like goes into town, and then she she sees what's happening in town, and she immediately tells the tuk tuk driver like take her back home. And then she goes back home. She's like laying in bed. She's taking some selfies of herself. She's trying to get in touch with her boyfriend. She can't. She goes into Anna's closet, gets out a pair of like. Uh, ho shoes, like tall, high heel shoes. Her and then clothes, she goes yeah. back into she town again. Into town, yeah. So she, she's kind of like back and forth. And when she goes in, she goes to a bar. She sees some heavy set drunk. Kind no, of she also, gets, she gets drunk at a restaurant where she, she sees drunk. Mimi. Remember? Oh yeah, she yeah. does. She, she buys yeah. a, a bottle of very expensive wine. She goes, why are you only pouring a little bit? Right. <laughs> she didn't get that. Like, yeah. um, taste. when, when the sommelier like pull, pours a little bit of wine, you're supposed to taste it first. And she looks at him really confused. Like, why wouldn't you fill up the whole glass? And I laughed. I was like, oh, I remember the first time I had that experience too. (laughs) So anyway, she gets really drunk and then she goes to a bar and there's this group of um, Australian men and there's this like older, overweight, kind of drunk Australian guy. He's hitting on her. He's like, aren't you a skinny little thing? And he puts his hand around her and he goes like, why don't you come over here to my friends and maybe later you can come back to our hotel room. Okay. Well, she can't understand what he's saying because he's speaking English and she has no clue what he's saying. So it's disgusting. I'm really petrified something bad's about to happen to her even though she's a fuckhead but sorry sorry i know i shouldn't have called her that just kidding um and so basically he's nasty and he's got his hand on her butt and he's just so much bigger than her and i'm like oh "Oh, god let me buy you a drink she's just smiling and then all of a sudden thank god kenji's there and kenji's like oh little sister and then like i go oh wow this is the fastest fight i've ever seen happen like the australian dude and kenji like get in a fight really quick he's like back off man like i bought her a drink and kenji's like dude chill out i know this girl entitled to you Entitle you to anything. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like 
fuck off. And then they, they like start Kenji, beating each other in yeah, the face well, Ken, or whatever. Kenji no, beats Kenji him in beats the face. Him. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then he's, and he's like, come on, little sister, you should be, you yeah. need to come home. So he takes her home. She's wasted as ever. She goes to sleep. He, she wakes up the next morning. She's well, hung she over. She tries to kiss Kenji. Kenji's oh, she like, does. Yeah. That's not a good idea. He's like, this is not going to happen. He's the nicest guy. In the yeah. Movie. Good, good, good guy. <laughs> so basically that's what I'm saying. When she wakes up, she wakes up to, to Anna and Jacob coming home and she's hung over and, um, and, and Anna goes like this. So I got a really expensive phone call from your family and, um, how do they pay for it? She said, yeah. And how do they pay for it? And it's like, and they said that they never got a penny from you. And she's like, so I know you stole and what, and how did you, like, I know you've been stealing money. And also like, how did you get all this money? How did you get that dress? How did you get your hair done? And she finds out, um, she's been winning the lottery. So, so knock tells her about the lottery. And then she tells her like, okay, you know what? You've betrayed me. You've betrayed your family. You're not a good person. You're going to pack your things tonight. Um, you're going to sleep outside with the servants. You're going to pay off your debt. Servants love it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you're going to pay off your debts by working here until you're done paying off your debts. And then, um, and that's that. And she's like, house is for family. And that's how it ends. So basically yeah. like you're not family anymore. And um, so anyway, she's outside now. She's sleeping with the maid next to the maid. And she hears Anna scream inside. So of course we know that she's seen ghosts. She's seen ghosts and, 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 and new numbers. And she wants those numbers, <laughs> right? But the maid goes, oh, you want to go help her, don't you? Because you know, the maid has no idea. Yeah. And so um, she can't. She tries to run around the side of the house and she can't. She can only see the shadow of Anna up in her bedroom. Which looks like she was like having sex. Oh, no. I, I thought it like, looked like she was getting attacked or something. I was like, oh, it looks like she's having sex oh. with her husband. Oh, like, no. Like, no against no. the window. No. I think she was just like backing up. Well, she but, does um, get pregnant. She was already pregnant. <laughs> um, so Anna leaves for airport the next morning again. And um, I don't really know why. For the uh, operation, I thought. Because I thought that they were already gone. No, there were, it was like tests and, you know, whatever. People like, are always coming and going in this movie. <laughs> like, constantly <laughs> on travel. Was, this was like... This, this was, was the time. Uh, Bangkok, right? They were, Bangkok's ready. Like, Bangkok the test is came totally back. ready. It's <laughs> the most ready. Yeah, yeah. So they go to <laughs> Bangkok. Right. So they and leave. And the maids have... They, they throw a party. The maid and the husband bring their, like, crew of people over and they throw a party every inside night. of like the every house. every night. Yeah, like for days. nights. Yeah. And, um, and they bring it... They, they make not go get food and not just like kind of is kicking around. She doesn't know what to do with her. So she's really not participating in the party. She's no, not really doing anything. Really, yeah. um, and she's just sitting there. And, um, and when Yak all of a sudden, like everyone's waking up to Jakob home and he's seeing the mess that's inside of the house. Like, I was like, why would they leave the house uh, in mess like that? Yeah. And Jakob is freaking out and, and he just fires the maid and the and husband and they, they get kicked out and knock sees them outside. And she's like, you deserve it. Yeah. And so they walk away and then, um, not goes inside. And basically Anna has just come home from the major surgery and she's got these big two patches over each eye. And so she basically says, you know what? Jakob basically just fired our servants. So you're the only person I have now. And basically what remains, what I said remains true. Like you're going to get, the, you're going to get the fuck out of here. Like when everything's done, but for now you're coming back inside the house Until because I, I need you to yeah. help me now, whether I, I like it or not, basically. Yeah. And, um, and so Jakob is like, look, this is, this is really important that you clean her eyes. They're really like, you've got to clean the bandages, clean the eyes, like get the seeping away from it, yeah. like whatever. Because Jakob has to go again. Yeah. Jakob is like, now I have to go. And this is like the most important time for him to go then, because it's the auditors are coming to look at the site. Yeah. And, and what the, I, what I think is what I think he mentioned 
Mountains is this like it must be like a solar farm. It is because sun power, right? I think it's a yeah. solar farm. Yeah. So um and he goes and he's kinda he's very frustrated. He's like, God damn it, like you need to help her because I can't, I can't handle this right now. Like yeah. I have to go, I have to leave you. But it's so important that you get your sight back kind of. Yeah. So he leaves. But then he, the funny thing was he was like packing a gun when he was leaving. I was like, where did this come from? Why yeah. the fuck is he packing He's a gun? He's getting prepared, right? <laughs> so um, anyway, she's like, basically uh, when Anna's like, you know, you're, you're going to, you're going to leave soon. Then Kiyaka's now gone. And I think Nako's, you can't just send me home so with nothing. It's become, it's become, it's tense now. It's, it's tense. become like misery. Misery. Now Nako is like torturing a prison, Anna. Prisoner almost. Yeah. And she goes, well, you can't just send me home with nothing. And Anna's like, of course I can. And that's that. So she tries to call her boyfriend. This is when Nock tries, she's like in a room and she's trying to call her boyfriend and some other girl answers this time. So before it was just like non, non answered calls and some girls like, who is this? Who you know, like, are you a cheat? Like, are you cheating on me? Who's this girl on this other line? And so Nock just hangs up the phone. And so I think she feels like, great. Even when I go home, I'm not even gonna have a boyfriend to go back to. Like, what do I do? Like, what was all this for? Um, and so Anna wakes up and she's got her patches on her eyes and she starts walking around and guess what? All the furniture is everywhere. Like moved lamps in the middle of the room. It's moved, it's moved yeah. more though than yeah. before. Like the maid would just kind of put like a table off to the side. Uh, Nock has made a puzzle out of the living room. And I was like, oh, <laughs> this is fucked up. So Anna's pretty much like a prisoner now, a real prisoner in her house. Yeah. And Nock is like, guess what, bitch? You're going to make me stay here and Jakob's gone? She's being cruel to Anna. Yeah, she's, she's being really cruel to her. And um, which, which was a surprising turn, I think. It was kind of hard for me to grasp. I'm like, wow, she's really become Because she's like, this is my chance. Like, I need I know, to get more money then because you're going to send me home with I know, nothing. but it was, it was sort of... They built... She it was, was hard. It was, it it was, was hard being built believe. up, right? Yeah. So basically, she's like, um, you know what? this is happening because I need one more set of numbers from you. And if you can do that for me, like we're good. And, um, and she tells her to come eat and she's like, I don't want to eat. And she goes, Oh, have you been away from the village that long? She's like, Oh, are you too good for like Lao, like Lao, Laotian food? And she goes and she sits down and she had cooked like kind of her food from her village. And she's, and so Anna doesn't go and sit down with her. They're not going to share a meal together. And she's like, do you forget? And she said to her, she was like, and this is what I was saying in the beginning. And I kind of forgot about this, but she was like, did you, did you even forget how little people have in the village? And so Anna's like, look, just take my money. I'm, and then uh, not goes, I'm not a thief. And um, she goes, I, I don't, uh, okay, I'm not going to call you a thief. Just will you please take my, all my money? I want to give it to you as a gift. And she goes, you know what, Anna, I don't need your pity. And then she was like, just take off your bandages and look like go like find a ghost and fucking tell me some numbers. I don't want your money. I want your lottery numbers from your spirits. So um, she doesn't. She keeps the patches on. And I think it seems like days pass, like multiple has, days pass. Has, yeah. And um, and knock has locked Anna Anna up in her bedroom and not even feeding her, not giving or, her yeah. her medicine, which Ultra, Jacob had yeah. said was extremely important. Which I think, like, her eyes started to... It's like it was oh, infecting. Oh, they were totally yeah. infected. Yeah, yeah. Nasty as shit. Yeah. It was like... Ugh. So she says, um, like... She, I don't know. Whatever. So basically... Um, 
she wakes up, I think, and she tries to sneak out of her bedroom. And uh, I think it. No, she hears a phone ring. She hears a phone ring, but but like knock doesn't answer it. So she knocks sleeping. Right. Yeah. So she um, gets closer, closer to the phone. She takes. She takes it from her. Slowly takes it from her. And then she locks her inside of the house. She locks Knock inside yeah. of the house and kind of walks into what seems like a little sunroom or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, But not before she has to walk down some steps. That fucking Knock had put books all over so yeah. that when Anna, if she were to try to sneak away and walk downstairs, she would like slip down the stairs, which she did. Yeah. And she made a bunch of noise, but she somehow like got past... Um, she got, she like ran outside before not could get to her and she yeah. locked the door. Right. So she's grabbing the phone. Of course, she's trying to take the bandages up off of her nasty eyes just so she could barely see, barely see the phone because of course she can't like type on a smartphone or anything she and she could, can I mean, see she that could voice activation. Maybe. Hey Siri. Call Samsung. Job. It would not be Siri, right? Oh, oh your, your iPhone just heard you. <laughs> pretty good um so she's like hoping it was Jakob and she kind of sees that Jakob was the one calling right so she was like she just hit like redial or whatever and she just she starts like yelling she's like oh my god please help me please help me Jacob like please come home please help me and then uh I think knock like open does she she open up the door at this point or something she grabs the phone from her uh I don't think so no, she does. She does take the phone. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so she hangs up the phone and she just thinks like, okay, good. I made the phone call. So she stands up and she starts like walking and she she like bumps into a person and she bumps into oh, yeah, Jacob. Jacob. And she goes, oh, thank God you're home. But then we see it's ashes. the ashes, the floaties. And we're like, yeah. uh-oh. And she, she doesn't, like she only, she has bandages on her eyes right she's feeling him so she feels him so she doesn't know it's the floaty until floaty ashes jacob right and so she she puts her hand up on his neck and she feels like his neck is completely gashed and bloody to hell and she's like talking to him and she's like oh like baby i think we're gonna be okay or whatever but i don't think we're gonna be okay now because we know jacob's about to die so um he then whispers numbers into her ear and (sighs) knock hears them because basically, and we haven't said this, when some when the spirit is saying numbers to Anna, Anna starts saying them kind no. of like in a in a trance, trance out loud. Okay, we should have said that earlier. Four nine three. And, and <laughs> knock basically hears them through the door, and then Jacob at this moment in time, I guess he did get the phone call, yeah. and he does come home, and he pulls the gun out, and he's like. Anna, Anna, and he's like yelling her name, and she goes, Jakob, Jakob, and from inside the house, and motherfucking the, the maid's, maid's husband <sighs> comes up with like a shovel and like axes him in the neck, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, where did he, he come from? So these people are vengeful, all right. Oh, don't man. kick, don't kick them out of your house or your front porch or wherever they were sleeping. So he gashes him in the fucking neck, and pulls him inside the house, and okay. then the maid goes inside and gets knock right. And go and says something. Um, I forget what she says, but she basically kind of like puts uh, Jacob's dying body and Anna and Knock all in this kind of sunroom or whatever you want to call it together and locks the door. And then we see what's happening is they're robbing. They're yeah, robbing yeah, the entire yeah, house. Entire house. So there's they're a whole truck furniture full into of the, yeah. people and they're taking all their stuff. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> no, there were like three men, I think. Uh-uh. It was I think it was the partiers, I'm pretty sure, but whatever. So um so Jacob dies. 
Jacob dies. It's pretty sad. The servants are stealing everything. Anna is crying. Her eyes are like her. She has the bandages off. She's kind of looking out of them, but she's got tears running down her face. And um, and Anna and Nock are kind of sitting on either side of the room, kind of feet to feet, if you will. And um, and and Nock goes like, "Let me just go back to the village." And Anna's like, "Anna's like, no." And then and Nock goes, "If you don't let me go," and she grabs a it's, screwdriver. Yeah. And, um, and then, uh, so I guess she's going to say like, I'll kill you. But before she says that Anna blurts out, like I'm pregnant. Oh, I guess. Cause knock didn't hear that earlier when she told her dad. So she's like, I'm pregnant. And, and knock just kind of puts the, the screwdriver down and goes, what? And while that happens. And then she goes, what are you looking at? Like, and she, then, and you, you see that Anna is staring at another <gasps> figure, two figures, two figures and it, but it's the figures that she's looking at is are knock and Anna. It's the and two of them. Yeah, and they're both stabbed, like one in the neck and one in the side. In the stomach. Oh, yeah, that's in right. the in pregnant the stomach. Yeah. stomach. That's right, that's right. So there's a screwdriver sticking out of uh, Anna's figure, and there's a uh, like a box cutter or something sticking out of like uh, uh, Nock's neck. And I'm like, oh, no. And, and she's staring at them kind of like sadly, but just almost just, uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, defeated, completely defeated. And she's looking at these two figures and her own figure kind of puts her finger up to her mouth. Like, shh, yep, like, shh. Yeah. like don't tell her, <laughs> like, don't tell the, the alive knock. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so and Anna they both slow, stand up Anna slowly goes for a knife. Anna slowly yeah. goes for this box cutter that's yep. sitting next to her. And the two of them stand up and, and they go at each like other, they, like a verse, like a fighting movie but or something. the scene yeah. cuts. Yeah. And the scene cuts to black and then the credit rolls. I was like, full circle, man. <gasps> no, <laughs> no, I liked it. I thought that was clever. I, I actually, okay. So I'll tell you that. I think the movie was a little too long. <laughs> it was two hours. It was almost two hours. It wasn't quite two hours, but close to two hours. It was almost two hours. And I think if the movie was cut down to like a little over an hour, mm-hmm. like more condensed, it would have been because it was a decent premise. Yeah. Except a lot of numbers. It was a lot of coming and going. Yeah. <laughs> like we could have cut out a couple yeah. trips maybe. But, but I think it would have been a better movie had it been cut down a little bit. I think yeah. it was a little too long. A lot of fillers. And, yeah. A lot um, of exchanges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was sort of unnecessary. And yeah. to be honest, just kind of boring. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't see. So I, you know, honestly, I, um. I have to say, this is where, let's see, when Nock was out on the streets with her highlights and her new hair and her shoes, I thought Anna, like in, um, like before, this is what, this is where I thought the movie was going to go. I thought Anna was going to get a vision of Nock, you know, while she was away in Bangkok and call Nock basically to try to tell her something's about to happen to you. Yeah. Like when she was out and about with say like the Australian man. And I thought that was going to be it. So I, you know, this, this kind of was unforeseen a little in some ways. Um, I did not see them coming to heads with each other like this. And I also didn't see Jacob coming. Yeah. So I wish knock would have stayed like innocent a little bit Mm -hmm. of the world. And okay. Like, it's fine. Like she could have made mistakes, you know, mm-hmm. and, and not just stay defiant on her choices and like, and be eventually become evil. Yeah. Which I was like, eh, I get, so like, I didn't know who to root for. Like, and I couldn't root for Anna. You know, there wasn't like a group. I, I was rooting for Kenji. <laughs> 
he was the only nice side guy, character. Guy. Yeah, the only nice guy. And everyone was sort of. You weren't rooting unlike. for Jacob because he was obviously doing some dirty business. Dirty business. Though he it did seem like every, a good guy, everybody right? Everybody seemed so unlikable. Like, I yeah. just, I can't, yeah, yeah. I can't do it. You're right. I mean, even Anna, um, I never got warm to her. Yeah. You know, she was always, though she was living a kind of a terribly scary life, right? I mean, yeah. it's a, that's a terrifying life. I mean, when, when would she ever be happy? I mean, I think at one point Mimi's like, you need to get out of this house. And she's like, let's go get coffee. And, and, and Anna goes, why would I pay for coffee? I have coffee here. And she goes, it's not for the coffee. It's to get out. So let's go get coffee. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, she's a, she's a miserable human being because she's seeing fucking ghosts and she can't talk about it to people because her husband thinks she needs, you know, antipsychotics, you know? Yeah. So I feel bad for her. I do. I really do. And this goes back to what I was saying before. And I think, again, that's why they, they made the mention towards the end of, do you forget how little people have in the village um, to show the desperation that comes from people that have nothing? But is it a jump to say that they'd be a murderer and like a small young female like this become a murderer? Right. That's, even that's a, a, probably that's a even jump. That's a worse message. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they'll do whatever they can to, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I said, you know, and then I said, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> well, All anyway. Right. Um, let's I, get to our, I did enjoy it just overall. Okay. Uh, just let's finalize okay. it by saying I did enjoy it. I also, I think, um, again, part of the most enjoyable thing is getting the getting a peek into a different culture, a different place, a different world than the one that we live in and um and the story that that and the stories that come from those places. So anyway, uh it was fun. And uh we're looking forward to uh the next one that we do. Yeah. Do we know the next one that we're doing actually? I think we said that we were going to start Lodge versus no. Ring. Um Sadako versus Kayako. Is that our next movie? Yeah. Did, okay think it was going to be something else but we can do that let's just do it let's just commit oh you put that in there (laughs) okay you changed it (laughs) definitely had a different movie in there you keep trying to take that vampire movie out that i want to watch thirst Thirst. we'll do it we'll do it after so basically what we're going to start doing is we're going to say what movie we're going to we're going to we're going to make sure we pick what movie we're doing next so that I don't know what you're writing to me now. He's writing notes to me. I'm not going to read it. Um, We are going to start saying what movie we're going to do next in case you want to watch it beforehand with us. Sadako versus Kayako. Okay. Which is basically... What are you doing over here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which is basically Ring versus Grudge. Okay. And I can't wait for this one. This is going to be awesome. 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 Versus movies. What's your favorite versus movie? (laughs) Freddy versus Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So it's our... um, Listener mail. Listener mail. First time with (laughs) Okay. So we got a letter from Ryan M. From? Where is he from? (laughs) Springfield, Virginia. Oh, okay, good. Springfield, Virginia. Yeah. Uh, okay, Ryan, let me read your mail. All right. The first time I really remember a horror movie scaring me was Friday the 13th. I wasn't scared that a psycho killer was going to come after me. I was afraid that a dead body was going to crash through my bedroom window while I was taking a shower. I knew logically that was impossible. One reason being that the bathroom was on the second top story of my parents' house. It's a good reason. And two, the window was way too small. It was like one foot by two feet. I mean, 
technically a really tiny person could be thrown through the window. Or like a body part, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I was a kid and I was scared. Look, I get it, man. There is one other thing uh, that I would like to share with you that is possibly the best horror movie ever made. (laughs) All right. Challenge accepted. It had a very limited release. I think it was back in 98 or 99. Uh, It was a silent movie about a nice guy picking up a hitchhiker and was then brutally stabbed to death. I don't want to spoil the end because that is your guys' thing. <laughs> so we can let Minky finish the story for the audience. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, thanks again, you two, for the hour or so a week of entertainment. That is awesome. He's talking about my student film and that he started in. Oh, come on. <laughs> so it wasn't, a, it wasn't a real movie? Uh, it was a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he gets stabbed and gets thrown to the side. Yeah, it's a hitchhiker movie. <laughs> it, was my, it was my senior film well no he says he doesn't want he already says that he gets brutally stabbed that okay. he didn't want to spoil the end so what is the end so like and then so your so your senior so film stupid. was a horror movie yeah that's pretty cool so um he gets stabbed uh-huh um gets killed like they get thrown off to the side mm-hmm. but then he um comes back to life yeah and goes to the same point where he gets picked up um and then he's continues to hitchhike then he gets p- picked up by another um hitchhike and then like and then it's, and it goes to black i think there's there is something like this <laughs> like that exists and i can't remember if it's a show like if it's an episode of a you know like one of those dark shadows or something like that yeah. but i like i've seen that yeah. concept before there's oh Oh my God, what was it? And then there's like a woman drive and she keeps like seeing herself was, or something. Was, I sold it and they re, um, made it into a feature film. And, they, they did? And, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I gotta go find that yeah, now. Yeah, so it was hard. Yeah, I have it still, 16 millimeter, like black and white. If we have a projector, we can play it. We're not gonna do that as a <laughs> film one night or one week. <laughs> I'm gonna upload it to Shutter. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, hey, can we watch this? <laughs> can we review this? <laughs> so stupid. But, uh, I mean, you anyways. could put up a, you could put it up on your like Vimeo link or, or account or something. Share it. Yeah. Share it uh, for all to see. Uh, all right, cool. All right. So is that it? Yeah, that's it. Thanks for sticking with us again. That's your other sticking line. Around. Thanks for sticking around. Thank you. It should be was, thanks for hanging around. What's the other one? What's the other one? What? What in the beginning? Let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. And thanks for sticking around. Oh, my God. Get some new material. And there's another one. What? We said it like right in the beginning, I thought. Well, I say it doesn't matter. No, there's something else. I can't remember. Anyways. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I've said it like six times. I'm so sorry. I'm repetitive tonight. Um, Okay. So. This is Nikki Kim signing off. This is Tracy Matthews. Stay scared. Stay scared, my friends. (laughs) My friends. Oh, just stay scared. Sorry. You're not my friend. You are my friends. Bye.